Oh, hey, Jimmy. Nope. Oh, hey. One second. Oh, hey, didn't see you come in there. I'm Steven. Who's this? Uh, sorry, there's someone on the call. Um, uh, no, you called uh, me. Oh. Oh, me? The Wretched Beast here on the call? The Check Please podcast call? The Wretched Beast? Um, Why are you calling me on a phone? That's not how we do things. I'm calling Stephen on a phone, listeners, because um, I was supposed to do it on the laptop, and the laptop needs to update. But the fun law version is because I'm on the run. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not on the run. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just not, I didn't turn the laptop on quick enough. Sorry, listen, sometimes it's, it's not all fun on the Check Please podcast. Sometimes it's just facts. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you're waiting for a large Windows update to install and you have to use your phone instead for the podcast and, uh, and your phone's at 16%, but when it's plugged in and charging, then it has 15%. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when it's plugged in and charging, it's really staticky. So you know, it's like a, it's like a, it's like that movie Crank. Um, crank. Yeah, it's like Crank Two, and I have to like rub my hands together in front of the phone to make static electricity that goes into the phone and charges yeah. it. Yeah, um, and also creates good audio, as you've probably heard that. Oh, uh, was that you rubbing your hands together? Yes. I thought it was just a regular static on this wonderful call. We should get this... away from this and and to whatever it is that we do here. Well, what we do is, first of all, we apologize to Harry Potter from Harry Potter, of course, um, who was supposed to be the guest last week, but um, you ended up tasing him. Well, no, I was entirely within my rights. That was self-defense and also product placement, so... That's true. It was it was a you know make lemons out of lemonade, but um, that generic generic week? generic brand taser was our biggest sponsorship uh, in a while. So I mean, aside from Shakement, Shakedelic baby. Yeah, Shakement is like here's what I was thinking: is that you could maybe use it. You know, like how they have um, shag carpeting for <laughs> oh, like yeah. uh, uh, either. You could use it uh, to like soundproof a room a bit more, oh. like block the sound a bit. Yeah. Or um, you could use it. I think it was what was the original purpose to layer a toilet. Yeah. Um, so we talked about that. The uh, the covers that are just basically bacteria traps, but the mm-hmm. like shag carpet style covers that people have in their bathroom on top of their toilets, and we we yeah. don't, we don't know why that is. We just know that it is. Um, well, I just had another idea. You know, people would probably put shag carpeting down in their bathtub Ooh. if if it wasn't so moisture absorbent. Yeah, because that's, that's a mildew carpet. problem. But Ooh. do you know what would work just fine? A little bit of shagman. A little bit of shagman. You're not going to slip and fall. I hope, because that would be... <laughs> Well, if you did, yeah, it, yeah. it's a good thing you're in the bathtub already. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't recommend slipping and falling onto Shagman. No. Uh. So maybe that'll just remind you to be extra cautious. Because, you know, people who are in a situation where they might slip and fall in the bathtub and where that might do serious 
lasting harm. Um, they put down the like rubber sticky mats and stuff. Uh, when what they should really be doing is putting down like a mortal reminder to stay on their toes. <laughs> yeah, like you can either put up a little skull on the side of the bathtub, which is fun anyway. You can put a little candle in there, right? Um, or get some shagman and then uh, like have a prickly reminder. Well, it's not quite prickly, is it? Because it is nice to to walk around on because of its say like, its shag carpet qualities mixed with cement. Um, it's not unpleasant, I would say, but it does have um, kind of a sting in the tail uh, <laughs> of an extreme hardness that if you did go onto it, it's not like carpet where it have any kind of give or move in any way right and it's um, also fairly sharp on like the corners of the, the just kind of sporadic uh fibers yeah well, well we block fibers. It. yeah well what we do is we cut it into like squares and yes the squares have rough edges and the edge of it but that's why you get more of it so that you can line it up with the next set and then smooth over those edges and then just keep doing that. And then you won't have to worry about the edges. That's the beauty of uh, Shagman. It's, a, it's a basically a wonder stuff. Uh, <laughs> oh, we yes. are down to 13% now. <laughs> <laughs> this might be a short one, listeners. So Shagman, you put it on the back of your toilet seat and it serves whatever ineffable purpose the shag carpet people put on the back of their toilet seats. To keep you warm, right? To keep you warm when you're on those, those lonely uh, lonely hours on the uh, on the toilet um because yeah. <laughs> nobody wants nobody wants to sit on a and here's another thing that you could do well, instead. Sh- now shakement doesn't have the same like heat trapping properties of a of a fiber shag carpet but what it does have is uh is uh spirit <laughs> <laughs> and it's also soft and comfortable unless you get on the edge of it. But here's what I was thinking. You could use this with Shagman, and it would probably be safer with Shagman, but you could also use it with a regular um, uh, uh, toilet seat. Instead of having that carpeting, why do you have like an electric kind of electric blanket that you like curl around the inside like roll it up into like a uh like a tube and then tube it around <laughs> underneath the seat so it heats it up from the bottom and you're getting heated up from the bottom uh while you're on this uh on this toilet now that's that's Ooh, a good idea okay heated toilet seat <laughs> makeshift heated <laughs> toilet seat well, that's, Lar- that's large that's amounts of electricity between you yeah. and, a, and a thing of water mm-hmm. <laughs> with various liquids passing between yeah, it doesn't well, sound it... it doesn't sound like a safety hazard <laughs> well you'd have it plugged into outside the room and you'd have an extension lead and oh that makes it even um, safer yeah and then you could have like a plastic coating some cling film and what you would do is you would uh start on the outside of the toilet and then like go around the edge and then bring it in over the seat and kind of taper it down on the inside of the toilet Uh 
uh, and then that keeps the moisture away from it, right? It keeps it keeps any kind of liquid out of the uh, rough hazardous. Well, well do you know well, what? what? I've got an alternative. Oh, uh, you're saying there's got to be a better way? Than there that? has to be because that seems way. like the that seems like the, the most easy and convenient way to me. But if you, if you're saying that there's a better way, well, this is the better way. Shagman, we were just saying, you know, it doesn't have perhaps the heat retaining properties or the heat generating properties you might want, aside from getting your blood pumping. Uh, well, have I got a thing for you? Uh, it's a new, it's a new style of Shagman brick that you can buy. That it's the regular slab of Shagman, but with an added sort of compartment underneath. For you to stoke a, a fire, perhaps uh, perhaps some some coal burning uh, to bolster the the coal the coal based economy once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so important. And 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 you just get like some burning, some white hot fire burning underneath the shangwit, and then you sit down on that, and you've got like heat piping up through the little, little vents in the shangwit. In between the sharp, jagged edges of the the shagment, sort of, because now you now you've been saying shagment is soft, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, here's the thing: is that it's it's kind of like, um, like I said, it's a wonder stuff material because it's. You you, you would know think the, the, that you I know sh- the you know the kind of sand where um, it's it's like solid. Uh, underwater, like uh, like uh, you know, you pick it up and then it becomes sand or something like that. And then, it, but when it's in the water, it's all come together. Or like um, that that sort of gooey uh, material where if it, if you smack it as an impact, it becomes solid. But if left, uh, it goes to like more of a liquid <laughs> so, state. So you're saying that shadement is some sort of non-Newtonian fluid <laughs> in some way. It's- it's kind of yeah, isn't it? Like I, I really thought of... it was just, just like the the shape of a shag carpet, sort of made out of uh, out of cement. Well, it is. That's the beauty of it. Is that because of the design, and the kind of way oh, in which design. it's designed and formed, <laughs> um, it's got a porous element to it, which is very soft. If you're if you're gentle with it. The segment will be gentle to you if you are not okay. gentle to it. If you if you you know if you smack down on it, there's going to be trouble. So I you know, it's like a, it's like a friend. You know, if you if you treat it kindly, it'll treat you kindly. And if you come at it with force, I guess it, more than like a friend. It's like the Check Please podcast. If you come <laughs> at it, it's going to bite back. It's gonna it's gonna you know it's gonna come at you with everything it's got. Um, that's what the segment is. That's right. how the segment does. Yeah. Do you have but, tips yeah. on becoming better friends with your segment? Uh, well, like I said, you know, you gotta you gotta caress it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you gotta make sure that you 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 treat it well. Um, I I, I wanted to go back to the idea of having a white hot fire, uh, in on the toilet because. <laughs> It's well, like, yes. Because it, it, when I think about being in a sauna, and you mentioned the liquids and stuff oh. around, 
is that yeah you got you got like this sauna element this right. steam coming up that's got to be good for some yeah. some stuff and right you know, what's happening down there I, I think the the like the the most powerful objectively the most powerful form of the sauna is the kind where it's a bunch of rocks on top of heated coals that you splash water onto because mm-hmm. then you have like the maximum amount of steam generated as the water spreads out over the like varied surface of the rocks uh, and then quickly evaporates and i think you would get the same effect if you splash just any sort of liquid onto a heated shagment yeah because it's getting to such a temperature 10 percent the um <laughs> The, uh, the the this this I mean I wouldn't recommend sitting directly on top of it but so maybe have like um I don't know like put some put like a towel <laughs> <laughs> yeah but put like a couple towels uh on one on either side kind of thing of the segment um okay. how about you get an electric blanket and you put that on top of the segment <laughs> yeah because here's the and all of this stacked about... on top of your toilet yeah because i reckon like when i think about um when i think about uh towels i think flammable material uh-oh okay, okay but but i'm thinking about but electric president, blanket... president donald trump wants to bring his oh, bestos no. back <laughs> Well, he wants to bring his bestos back. He wants to know what was so bad about his bestos. And the answer really is that we just didn't have the right product to use it in. Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah, because because Russia produces more than 50% of the world's asbestos, and he thinks we should bring it back. And what I'm telling you is that the only reason we stopped using asbestos was that we didn't, we just, it was a, it was a solution seeking a problem. And the problem that we have now is how to treat your heated shagment right, both for your sake and for its sake, because you want to be its friend. And I'm here to tell you that what you need to do is uh, fashion uh, some uh, a rudimentary sort of cozy for the heated shagment brick, just out of asbestos. Well, here's the thing. And then you so sit directly on I... that. <laughs> Well, obviously, my first thought when I was thinking about something that would uh, avoid the heat would be asbestos, obviously. That was my first thought. And then I thought about um, just the many, many people who have died horrible deaths due to asbestos and just the sort of impossible... It's impossible to get rid of it, right? So I don't even know why you have to make more of it. Um... Because the the only way that you sort of get rid of it is you like you have these big vats of uh, like water, right? And then they're just sort of uh, separating and separating in smaller particles, but it's not gone. It's just sort of stored right. in like and and then, uh, but um, and then that's some good water you have. <laughs> that's some good water, and then uh, you know that that's, you that's can flame eat, retardant water. <laughs> put that on the sauna. Um, now, would that be a good use for water that has had large amounts of asbestos um, uh, dissolved into it? Uh, uh, just fill up like uh, fire engines with that and have hoses spraying out watery asbestos mix onto the fire? <laughs> Wouldn't that be double good? <laughs> 
I don't see any problems with it. Yeah, it's like then, there's, there's, there's not, lots not, of solution to this uh, leftover asbestos, which is all all in these vats. Not only does it put up. out the fire probably more quickly, but then the remaining structure of the building has an, like an asbestos coating, so you're you're fireproofing it against next time. <laughs> oh, that's an idea that you should take to the bank of the 1950s or whatever. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's here's the thing. I don't want to use asbestos in this product. I don't think that that's I actually think that asbestos is quite a bad product. All and right. I think there's maybe a now, maybe a out. good reason. And also with coal as well. Also coal is a bad product. Well, um, no. so it's like two bad products. I mean, here's the thing, though, as well, is that I do love... Shagman. <sighs> I love Shagman. And you want to treat one... the Shagman right so that it'll treat you right. Mm. So, yeah, you've got to caress it. You've got to make sure that, like... got to feed it coal and wrap it in asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> that is the problem, is that Shagman loves coal and asbestos. Right. The thing is, you love Shagman. Shagman loves that you love it. But Shagman's also a demanding lover. A demanding receiver of love. <laughs> We've tried with um, other materials and stuff, but the Shagman just is rough and coarse when we use anything other than... like We, we gave it some coal, and it instantly like relaxed and melted into like this, uh, this soft, luxurious uh, feel. Uh, and... Um, then it, kind. It, it, it kind of bristled back up again when we tried to give it like an apple. Um, and <laughs> uh, yeah, through trial and error, we've worked out so far it likes coal, it likes asbestos, and it doesn't use up any of these things, by the way. Uh, if anything, it sort of makes slightly more asbestos. Uh, but um, it's it, it enjoys them being near to it in a way that um, seems uh, implausible, but it is true. Uh, we Here's the thing about Shagman, is that we had a big vat, and we stirred up this stuff, and we're still discovering exactly <laughs> what it is that we've made, but it is incredible and it's the new plastic which is harmful so we should replace <laughs> it with shagman which is you know nice it's uh nice. shagman, I mean, shagman's yeah. also microwave safe so mm. that's a good benefit yeah it it if anything the shagman kind of like uh is entirely it, when you run it through a spectrometer uh it's as if the shagman isn't even there the microwaves just like pass through in a way that it indicates that they aren't affecting it. There's no heat right. uh, all, being given. All scale of waves fail to interact with the asbestos, aside from the visible light spectrum, and uh, only when it wants to be visible. Can the asbestos now as well has also gained this transient property. So that's good. Makes it even harder to find what buildings may or may not have it. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it's, because here's the thing, it's the, we, we wanted it for the cave, and we used it in the cave, 
uh, with uh, a lot of a lot of bats and stuff in there because we've got this currency of bats um, in the cave. It's really cool. It's part of the lore. You should you should come to the cave. But here's the thing about the cave uh, is that there's no light down there, um, and so at first when we were putting up the segment, we were like, yeah. Just well, Stephen was telling me, I should say, because I, I wasn't there. But Stephen was saying, "Yeah, hitting this, uh, hitting this wall now. I'm, I'm, I'm smoothing in the segment, and uh, you know, put up all this segment." And it wasn't until later when uh, some of the bioluminescent fungus uh, was uh, drifting around um, that Stephen then took some video footage on his phone and also showed me. Uh, showed me that footage and also told me uh, through his naked eye he was unable to see the segment um, or be aware of it uh, and the phone wasn't picking up either. Uh, it, it was a strange, it was a strange, um, strange time. Mm-hmm. So the segment is truly one of the seven wonders of our cave. <laughs> wonder, wonder number one, segment. Wonders number two through four. Uh, the individual heads of the three-headed snake lobster scorpion thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, one. Rules five through seven. Uh, rules? Yet, uh, sorry? <laughs> Rule, uh, rules five to seven of the 12 rules that we have been laying out of how to, how to date our 12... Uh, 12 rules of how to date our three-headed snake... Lobster, scorpion, monster. Um, rules five to seven from that list are also wonders five to seven of the cave. Just a coincidence that that works out. Um, never allow your children to do anything that would make you dislike them. <laughs> but, um... Oh, what a, what never a allow app. your children to do anything that would make Shagment dislike them. <laughs> That's true. That yeah. That's that, okay. That's the rule. Here's as well is the uh, the thing about Shagman that people need to understand, and this is I guess this episode is sponsored by Shagman. Um, is that for one? Okay, let's see things about Shagman that people don't know. Number one, it ate Harry Potter, and we don't know where he is. Yes. <laughs> thing number two. Um, as far as we know, uh, it can talk, but, uh, that's just hearsay. Because mm-hmm. we hear three. it saying things. Yeah, we have heard it saying things, and, um, that's how we knew that it, it uh, ate Harry Potter, because we were asking, where's Harry Potter? And then, uh, Stephen said, I think I heard something, and then he turned around, and then later he informed me that, Harry Potter had been eaten by the Shagman. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. But here's the thing about Harry Potter is that he's a tricky customer. Uh-huh. So I don't think that's the last we've seen of him. He was almost, uh, you know, almost entangled in the devil's snare and he got out of that scrape. And many more. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you remember when he went up against the, uh, the basilisk? Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, uh, so, in the, in the Harry Potter deep lore, has he previously survived being consumed by anything? 
Ooh, consumed. I mean, like I said, wasn't he like? Was he the one that was uh, being attacked by the devil snare, or was that Ron? I don't remember who in the first one. Uh, it, I, don't know. I don't know. We'll have to consult the fan fiction later. <laughs> yeah. Other consumption, let's see. Uh, probably, right? Something probably ate Harry Potter at some point. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> what percent is your phone at? <laughs> Uh, 7%. Ooh, quickly running down the clock, listeners. How long have we been going for? Uh, we've been going for 30 minutes and 24 seconds. Hard to say, because we didn't start recording right away. No, I don't remember exactly when it is that we we started. Do you think this is a cool energy? (laughs) (laughs) To be concerned about what time it is? Yeah, I'm sure the listeners are are reveling in the joys of the experience of this episode. It's a fun change of pace, because otherwise our podcast is incredibly consistent. Okay, what what else is going to be talked about then? Let's see, we got 7%. I just watched 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh? Uh, that's the it's... one that people weren't sure was a, co- a Cloverfield, right? Yeah, it was, like, it was the first one after um, the original Cloverfield. And it was so long after, and then it was it was just sort of released suddenly, right? Wasn't it or something? And then like um, there was some kind of build up and stuff, but then it was like, is this a club field or is it? And then they were like, it's part of the club field. Wasn't there brand. like outrage that it takes place entirely in a bunker, and instead of a monster movie, it's like a like a person is the monster. Or something, um, and then right at the end they get out and uh, see. B- 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 is that... B- b- That's what I remember hearing. Well, what I would say is that is it's worth watching, I think. I think it was an enjoyable movie to watch. Um, maybe not for everyone. It's got a lot of spooks and scares, and does deal with, um, uh, as you said, kind of the... the uh, the the whole man is the monster thing, and it's kind of like a the the guy is kind of like um. Now wait, you wait. seem to want to avoid spoilers. Yeah. So why do you bring this up if you weren't going to talk about it? This what Just, is it? Three it or was, four year old movie. <laughs> oh, it was it was a good film. That's all. Oh, okay. What else is- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, so I just wanted to say that it's been a good movie. It's a good movie. I enjoyed watching it. And you're welcome to, if you want to talk about the movie, you can email chipleasepod.gmail.com. Okay. Yeah, sure. No, it. right now we're inviting any listeners who have opinions about 10 Cloverfield Lane to come on the podcast. Yeah, I haven't seen the Cloverfield Paradox yet. Which I is haven't the third seen one. Any, any of the Cloverfield. <laughs> The Clover's Ooh. Field. Now, the first one has T.J. Miller as the guy who's behind the camera, and we all remember him as the terrible human being who uh, was uh, abusive. But what? Uh huh. Uh huh. So, man was a monster the entire time. Is Clover? Is Ten Cloverfield Lane like a takedown of him? Ooh, I wish. I, I mean, in a oh no, because the kind of the. The kind of uh, aspect of masculinity is a sort of a, a different one that they sort of get into, but uh, I mean, slightly, it's variations on a theme, but um, you know, 
Um, uh, and then I don't know what happens in Cloverfield Paradox. Oh. Uh, the other thing that I've been... Uh, I mean, if anyone, if anyone knew, then, knew for sure, then it wouldn't be a paradox, right? Yeah. Is that what paradox means? I thought what? it was just that it was too contradictory. Well, no, it's an oxymoron. Um, I, I guess in like the the common like use of paradox, it's like a unanswerable question, right? Oh huh. yeah, I guess so. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Are there any? I don't know. Paradoxes straight off the hand. I don't the know. The only you... one that I can think of is that Zeno's paradox, the one where between two points is an infinite number of spaces, you can't do anything because of like uh halfway point is still there's halfway between that and the next point. Um I think paradoxes are largely bullshit, right? I mean it's a lot of things that end up being like and yet, this whole situation doesn't matter because uh, the thing works anyway. Aren't they usually thought experiments just set up on false premises? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I do not know. Uh, I'm just saying things. And if any listeners know for sure, <laughs> and have also email. seen Ten Cloverfield Lane, <laughs> they yeah. can come on the show and talk about both things. They can talk to Will um, about Tan Cloverfield Lane, the story of the Wretched Beast, and they can talk to me about... They can just try to explain paradoxes to me, and I'm going to refuse to understand. Mm. Do you have an opinion on that thing where um, the, you have to be... You have to lick a frog? <laughs> um, <laughs> you remember that one where, like, you, you've been poisoned, uh, and uh, there's an antidote on a frog, like as in frogs, this this type of frog has an antidote, and uh, but it has to be a male frog, and um, male frogs croak, and female frogs don't croak, and there's a frog to the right hand side of you down uh-huh. this in this jungle, and on the left hand side, uh, you hear a croak, and then you look, and there's two frogs, and. Uh, it's it's a really sort of a, a, a sort of a badly phrased thing. Couldn't I just as, as grab stated. both frogs. I mean, I mean that's not what I would do. What I would do is I would dress up as a sexy lady frog. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'd lure Elmer Fudd into a trap. Elmer, F- Elmer frog. Elmer uh. frog. Three percent. Elmer. Elmer frog. <laughs> Yes, yes, Elmer, and. Elmer Frog. Yes, and. Elmer uh, Frog. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, was that, was, was that supposed to be a paradox, or was that just a thought experiment? Just a thought experiment. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're really just asking questions here. Um, yes. My answer is yes. Okay, good. Um, now, have you heard of the fun thought experiment that is, do you want to just end the podcast? I don't know how long we've been going for, but I'm sure it's close enough. I Well, I also wanted to say very quickly, I've been playing Dragon's Dogma, and I really like that. Oh, but um, I played some of Dragon's Dogma. I didn't finish. I think I was, I realized inadvertently that whatever combination of like class stuff I was using was not going to 
scale well. Oh uh, no! So I wasn't able to like my character was weaker. I did the same thing with Skyrim where I tried to do some sort of bullshit character setup that just didn't didn't scale quickly enough to keep up with the like difficulty of the bosses. I swear I'm normally good at video games. I I just got bored with it eventually because it was a bit of that's a grind. Not, that's not good because I like I, I I did a similar thing in Skyrim as well. What I like about Devil May Cry Four is the the sort of the points that you get. We're just for doing talking about all video games now, huh? Yeah, sorry. This the points that you get for unlocking like bonus like uh, moves and stuff. You can then regain those points by just sort of unselecting that and selecting another one. So what you're unlocking is like just the ability to get more um, stuff unlocked at the same time when you're leveling up, uh, and then you can you know so you can like get those points back if you don't need that ability anymore, um, and like spend them on a better one. And uh, I think more video games should have that. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye! Thanks for listening, every... What? What? That's not how the that... show Oh, ends. wait, that's not how we end the show. Uh, so- Steven... Sorry sorry for this one, listeners. Hey, I'm not sorry for this one, because here's why. Is for one thing, we'd hey, have to edit, what's... because it was all solid gold. Yeah, it's staying all staying in. What, what, what's your laptop percentage at? Ooh, I'm gonna... Alright, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna move around. It's 2%. Phone's at 2%. I'm gonna have a look. What's this laptop? And it's also not my laptop, it's my partner's laptop. Oh, it's it's on a black screen now, and it's got a little loading thing oh. going around. I should say goodbye, though, because I, I don't know if my phone's just going to die. Yeah, plus it's almost suddenly. midnight for you, so even if that laptop was done, it's not like we could go record, like, a listenable episode after this. What do you mean? I think this was a great and very listenable episode, because here's why. Listeners love hearing about Shagman. Oh, uh-huh. we're up to 30%. We're okay. up thirty percent on the update. But what about on the phone? <laughs> uh, on the phone, we're down to two percent still. Uh, here's the thing: I Listen, just burped, I love and because I'm recording love... this MP3 Skype recorder, there's no way I'm going to clean that out. Oh, what? <laughs> no editing for this episode. What? I said I yeah, burped yeah, into no, my no microphone. Editing. Um. Oh, the my. Uh, here's what, what else is going to say. Is your phone? I've lost. What is I was your phone say. dead yet? <laughs> No, it's not. Here's the thing. Do you want to burn it out? Do you want to just keep going until it hits zero? the previous episode. Let's love the previous episode when I cooked enchiladas. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. You should have have been cooking this whole time or something. I should have been cooking this whole time. Maybe that would have been good. I was on a sort of... I was on a bit of a survival mode because as you may have gathered... From the fact that the uh, my partner's laptop is in there, I'm in the, I'm in the new place by myself, and I've gone a little bit crazy. I was talking to myself earlier, Ow. and uh, in the third person because I was saying, you know, we we really got to do. <laughs> I was I was okay. I was, was it like a pep gone. talk or just kind of uh, absent-minded? Uh, a little bit of a pep talk and a little bit of like a you know we're doing really well. We're at one percent by the way. <laughs> Um, so. Okay, okay. So you were talking to yourself earlier. Yeah, but anyway, that's 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 done with now. Um, no, because now you're talking to me. Are you going to resume yeah. talking to yourself when this uh, when your phone runs out of battery? 
<laughs> I don't know. I was going to listen to something. Okay, I'm going to go. So, <laughs> Stephen, do you want to? Do you want me on the episode? Stephen? I, I want to wait till your battery just runs out. <laughs> See, it would be inconvenient for me because it takes about 15 minutes to charge up because it has to like charge up enough to oh, to let okay, me use okay, my phone okay. again. All right. So I'll okay. Pref- I'll you want to just? To... You want to plug? You could plug it in. It would just cause static. Oh, I mean, yeah, I could do. Is that bad, though? I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure. at this point I am positive we've been going more than 30 minutes. So, yes, I would like to end the episode. Okay, I'm plugging it in now. But I'm turning it on oh. now. Okay, this is fun. So, the listeners get to hear, like, the static whine for the end of the... <laughs> yeah, so now, listeners, if you enjoyed this bit, let us know. Check, please, pod at gmail.com. And, don't forget to check mm-hmm. in. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry, you're going to say... You're going to finish up. No, I'm just talking... To fill the 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 holes in between you talking. <laughs> oh, oh no! Uh, is the episode over? <laughs> I need to run and go pick up my mail before the place closes. It's like a, oh, it's dang. like a yeah, twenty five minute okay. walk away. Okay, all right, yeah, Stephen, do you want to end the episode? Yes. Do you want to end the podcast? Let's <laughs> oh, let's reconvene on this issue next week. Is that how we end the show? I will never let the podcast or any of the other things related to it come to harm or death. <laughs>